And right now you're all weak. And I know that because I was you. I used to have no friends. I used to be the weirdo kid. I'm not that weird, I still hooked up with babes and all, but the point is I wasn't always the badass sensei I am today. Just like a cobra, I had to shed my loser skin to find my true power. And you guys will too. Welcome to No Mercy, a Cobra Kai kickback. My name is Jacob Burrows, and I represent Miyagi-Do. And I'm so thirsty for someone to play beat-em-ups, uh, fun-time karate games with me that I'm asking every random kid that shows up at my door, but no one will do it because of social distancing. And my name is Jim Scampoli. I represent Cobra Kai because I believe Johnny Lawrence and his Walkman are more are a more epic duo than Star-Lord's pussy ass. That's <laughs> right. Uh, here we are, episode six of cobra kai uh what the hell is the title of this episode quiver yes quiver of course jesus mm, i mean it's you know it's tremble or shake with slight rapid motion a slight trembling movement or sound especially caused by fear or obsolete a group of cobras because yes. we're building that group of cobras starting right here in episode six um yeah uh what? directed by josh harold story by josh harold john Hurwitz, uh hayden schlossenberg teleplay by joe Pratt. I can't pronounce any of these names. I'm sorry. Uh, Pierre Rulli and Lewin Thompson. Well, I mean, those are these are the 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 uh, the think tank that is Cobra Kai. Mm. Names you'll hear a lot. Names you'll hear again. The shepherds of this show. Uh, now, one the the interesting thing with this episode, because obviously we see we see you know young Johnny as kind of a you know I guess he was a loser, and he, his discoverer of Cobra Kai, you know, as before he became all Valley karate champion or then lost that crown to Daniel LaRusso. He's just a fresh faced kid looking through the window, much like a young Daniel LaRusso was uh, at one point in time as well. But we get into him dealing with, I guess, being crease now. And I'm trying to get a read on this episode where is Johnny sabotaging himself throughout this? Like, is is he trying to push these people away because he's afraid of failure? Or because it whatever he's doing works, so I can't tell if, like, he meant for it to work or if it just works. Like, what's your read on the choice that Johnny makes once he has this dojo full of students? It's a good question. He does a lot of harsh talk. Uh, a lot of unnecessary talk, uh, but it's part of his method. And it feels like the show's saying, nah, he's right. You need to insult people until they uh, get good and hard, uh, I, I guess. Maybe he's been playing too many uh, of those Nintendo games and he thinks that everyone should just get good. Uh. Yeah, because I, I, I can't fully read it because I feel like initially like he's clearly like nervous and he he he's now stepping in to the crease role and i don't know is he having second thoughts of uh raising these i guess raising not quite raising but like training these kids in a proper way or is he going to make the same faults that crease did with him uh or is he just worried that he's going to fail or am i just reading too much into this um, you might be reading too much into it. I'm not sure. I, I think I'd have to go through the beats here and see what uh, conclusion I arrive at because I mainly just remember him being really mean and basically doing the crease thing 
except at the end he does this twist where he talks about how he was a loser too and you know what Eli or Hawk does is like a big confirmation that he was right all along yeah. to insult his lip. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Which is weird. Like, yeah, yeah, that's why because it feels like at the end he kind of realized like, oh shit, um, maybe what I'm doing is not quite right, and I, I can I, I can relate. I can relate to you because Miguel does tell him like, you don't know what it's like to be us. And Johnny's realizing, well, yeah, I do. I mean, kind of going back to what we were talking about before of like when someone who is a bully watches something like this, are they relating to the bullies or are they relating to our bullied hero? But as we all know, everyone's not everyone's journey or no one's really that cut and dry. Everyone has their own things that make them the way they are. So you can, I guess, relate to the, the hero, even if you're a piece of shit. But you um, know, Johnny yeah. himself, you, it was uh, was a nerd. I mean, he got babes, of course, but he he was also a loser. Do you think the flashbacks in this episode do an, uh, a good enough job of supporting that? Because it just is him with his cassette player, right? And then he has it in the future, and he's like, "Oh yeah, I remember." Like, I feel like it relates more to Robbie putting on his headphones to drown out his yeah. mother's noises of a different variety because that's what he's doing in this flashbacks those points seem more connected to me than him going like yeah i was a loser once too i mean sure he's looking back at before he knew karate and was all cool in his own eyes but it's basically his parents arguing which no one is there uh learning karate because their parents are unhealthy like that's more of an internal Lawrence situation that he's dealing with you know yeah so wouldn't it have in a way made more sense to have him maybe it would have been too on the nose but like have him like see what he was like in school because that's the thing that all of these kids don't think he can relate to so maybe he would remember what it was like in school before he learned karate instead we see his home life so I'm not entirely sure if that was the best choice or not I suppose maybe you could look at it as um when he's looking at his cassette player, his Walkman, he's remembering that before he had karate, that was his escape. Like, that's your thing that you can escape into. And even if it's not necessarily being picked on by other kids, uh, you know, they're, they're looking for some sort of escape. They're looking for something to, to make them feel better. And it just so happens that these kids are looking for karate and he can, and I mean, he can relate because it seems like in a way, even though he still listens to kick-ass rock in his car, uh, but maybe he put that cassette player down when he picked up karate <laughs> and that was his <laughs> new thing. Even though he still kept it in a box, of course. Thank God that, I'm sure it was in the, uh, the, the pawn shop box. Thank God that pawn shop owner didn't pick that up. We would have lost this moment and Cobra Kai would have went down the tubes. <laughs> very true um so we get a few different scenes of him trying to teach his students starting like and the classroom the dojo gets progressively more and more empty um originally they don't even know what he means with any of the stuff you know they're they're i guess he's comparing it as well to you know the orderly rose that he's remember seeing before he even started a Cobra Kai. And now he's seeing that, uh, this, uh, bunch, they don't even deserve to be taught. And as Miguel has always reasonably points out, yeah, but you still need their money, right? Like, <laughs> aren't you going to change them? Do you want them to show up and they're already great at karate and know what everything you're talking about means? <laughs> like you're supposed to teach them as well. 
Um, so we get a few different scenes of him going through these motions, uh, being mean, like basically uh, beating up uh, Dimitri, being really mean to Eli in these different sequences. Um, yeah. Well, it's him just coming to terms because he's never been a teacher before. So him just yeah. getting getting grips with the basics. Would it be too? I guess it'd be maybe too big of a leap for Johnny at this point to realize that maybe if we weren't going into a flashback of him being like a loser with no friends in school, realizing that he's a loser now. And even if he couldn't relate to that life in school, like, I guess he doesn't quite have the self-awareness. Maybe there, it's still a little bit there, but I mean, at the very least his life right now, he's not, you know, uh, the most popular, uh, bell at the ball. <laughs> He doesn't have all these friends or great job yeah. or things to keep him afloat. Like he's them, but just in the real world, which is kind of worse. <laughs> like anyone can be a nerd <laughs> in high school and at least there's a hope of like, hey, college or when I, when I get a career. But he's already way past that point. Yeah, I think I kind of maybe would have liked that better because I think he says like, yeah, I, I used to have no friends. It's like, what are you talking about? You still don't have any friends. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> you have no friends and no purpose or anything. So maybe, uh, I, I guess he wouldn't be able to talk about that in front of anyone or even to himself. But yeah, uh, him looking at his present life and comparing it to these children or even like if what Miguel's saying, like, you have no idea what it's like to be an outcast or whatever. And then he looks at himself in the mirror is like, you're the real outcast, Johnny. Uh, you know. <laughs> Stuff, good stuff like that. Yeah. I should clearly be a writer. <laughs> I mean, I, I do, again, I do like that this show's not afraid to go for it because, you know, Johnny is being a real asshole uh, to some of these kids. But I not just that it works. Like, it, it is kind of, like, weird. It's weird, but also still victorious that it works. But it's also, I guess, there is a point somewhat there where, you know... There's mean people that are going to make fun of uh, Eli to his face and be really terrible. But then there's other people that are going to pity him, and that probably makes him feel shitty as well. And Johnny's at least trying to put it on Front Street in a way of like... It's weird. I feel like I'm giving him more credit (laughs) than what he's trying (laughs) to do. But it's almost kind of like, well, let's just talk it out. We're just instead of everyone always thinking about it and being either a thing we're not going to bring up, or if you do bring it up, you're a jerk. Let's just get it all out there. It's like when you find your kids smoking cigarettes and you make them smoke like a hundred cigarettes. So that's how he got that lip. Yeah. So so he doesn't want to smoke cigarettes anymore. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Yeah. No, I guess because. Again, like we said, for Hawk, it works. And it's a total character transformation. And he comes in and he's total badass now. <laughs> so again, like the, you know, you no longer have asthma. It just works um, through magic almost. Yeah, it is. Kind of, well, the magic uh, of Cobra Kai. And it is like we talked about all the time, but it is very uh, silly and like nerdy when he's like, doesn't matter if you this or that. All that matters is that you're badass. You become badass. Yeah. And listen to Rush. Like, <laughs> it is very silly, but that's why I don't feel like that's why I like that it works because all of these kids are also nerds. And basically, he's just teaching them to be a different kind of nerd. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It just kind of embrace. Your nerdiness. Go to Comic Con. Wear that cosplay. Don't worry no, about I meant, it. <laughs> I I, to, I meant more like like yeah. 
being into karate is you're like such a dork and he's like because they're already kind of outcasts it just makes sense that they would also be into karate (laughs) (laughs) yeah for sure and i kind of like the the way they um the way they show like i mean it's an obvious thing you see it in a lot of stuff now uh the way bullying works cyberbullying, and uh i just like the moment where we see through Sam's stuff here, like in the beginning, she's creeping on Miguel's Facebook, and which interestingly, because it's a Google product, I'm I'm because it's made by YouTube. This show, uh, you're almost surprised that they would use Facebook and not have like a weird Google Plus profile for him. Yeah, so you use Facebook, well, but they don't use the little logo because I assume they'd have to pay for that or whatever. So it's exactly Facebook, but without the Facebook icon. <laughs> but that's why I'm surprised they use Amazon so much. Like, yeah, they have an Alexa. Uh, they're mentioning like Amazon order Sony PSP or whatever he says. I'm surprised. They're like, okay, Google, like, I don't know. Maybe they just have a deal. Amazon tossed him some bucks, I guess. Cause Sony, well, Sony's probably like the main, I think they own like, um, uh, karate kid, but then again, they have Dell mm. computers. So whatever, who knows, who knows the inner workings of the merchandising, but we'll just keep buying cores, <laughs> <laughs> but she's creeping on his, uh, Facebook and then she gets tagged. Uh, looks like it might be the gram, but it's not quite the gram. And, you know, it's a picture of someone with a bunch of sausage in her mouth and everyone's liking it. But it's more so I just like the moment later when she's kind of hesitant to go to her computer. Like, it's a yeah. small, quick thing. And I, I don't lean too much into it. I don't, they don't have to be too over the top. But I just like that that's, to me, a nice encapsulation of what that feels like, of like, you know, there's the easy argument of like, oh, you're getting cyberbullied, just turn your computer off. Um, but you get in a notification, it's kind of like, oh, geez, what the fuck is this? But no, it's a hilarious talking pig that Miguel put together. Because, uh, you know, we know he designed a Cobra Kai website, so he has no problem animating a talking pig, making her crack yep. up. Really uh, boss alpha move here. Love it. Good work, Miguel. Yes, talk, talk about striking first for that pig gif. Um, yeah, uh, you're right. It's not as easy as just turn it off, but... Every teenager, well, maybe I'm wrong. I don't know teenagers, but uh, every human that I know has their phone on silent at all times. <laughs> and yet in every show, there's always so many notifications. And somehow there's a sound effect when a new comment pops up, which doesn't happen on any no. anything. <laughs> but of course, it's like a visual medium. So you got to have like, whoop, bloop, bloop, bloop. Well, <laughs> same when like someone hangs up the phone and it makes like a click yeah. noise. It's like, no, come on. What are you doing? Or even the dial tone. It's like <laughs> dial tone. What? That doesn't even happen with that. Never even happened with landlord. Uh, And then, yeah, as you kind of hinted at the beginning of the show, this whole episode, Daniel is desperate for a student. He needs like he's got his dojo set up. He's, you know, in the midst of getting back to his his old self, but he needs someone to bounce off of. He needs he needs a student. And through the like hilarious stupidity of his cousin, Louie, he put it works <laughs> like he ends up delivering a student to him which is i guess yeah. cool uh because it's funny that the previous episode set robbie up as this like conniving haha i'll get a job at larusso motors this will teach him but he almost immediately quits once he once they play a prank on him and he gets yelled at he's like you know what forget this man i don't need this here and it's almost just through a comedy of errors that uh robbie's plan starts to come together through no uh, plot of his own. I guess that's better than having moments of Robbie like uh, 
setting up his friends to rob someone at the car dealership so he can come in and save the day and they're like yeah this kid's great let's give him a promotion and then he's like haha well, yeah. it's all working out to my plan it would certainly have been pretty bad if uh he was like i'm gonna learn karate from my old from my dad's <laughs> old karate rival like if that was the idea like it's ridiculous enough that he's like oh he's gonna be so mad when he finds out i'm working there um which, yeah, he would be, but, like, obviously this is way worse. Uh, and, again, it, it, this these bits all feel very plot device It's like, let's get the pieces to the places they need to be so we can have some fun with the story. Uh, but it's, you know, a little bit, little bit convoluted. Um, but, I mean, still believable that they'd play some pranks on the new guy, the new kid, and... Apparently it's insane to start a car because someone yeah. could have got killed. I, I don't know. I, I don't quite, think Robbie's that insane for like believing them, you know? Yeah. <laughs> I don't, and I don't think it would be that dangerous. I mean, I guess it's dangerous. I don't, what do they think he's going to like run people over? Like if you start the car up, I guess. I mean, I would understand to be upset, but I was also kind of like, all right, settle down, Daniel. Um, but I, it, it, it is in the end, it is better that it isn't a convoluted Robbie plan. And he kind of accidentally, stumbles into this karate thing and it does it, it it's very similar to like a you know high school rom-com where it's like i'll pay you to date the nerd and then you f- start falling for the nerd because mm-hmm. you know as we'll probably see robbie is gonna start to really get something out of this and it's gonna be like ah but i have this secret but but it's real now yes it started yeah. that way but it's real now we'll see yeah, and betwixt all of this, we have Miguel and Sam making moon eyes at each other over a pig carcass, um, and you know Dimitri's there, so that's fun. Um, now, do you do you ever think that we'll see more of Daniel's son, like as as a character? Like, <laughs> um, I mean, yeah, you're you, he's great in that he's like Alexa, order a new PS Vita, <laughs> whatever, which. Um, don't do that. Don't get it's 2020. Don't get a PSV. I mean, it wasn't when this came out, but don't. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, I hope we get to see him become a worse piece of shit than Robbie. <laughs> Cause Robbie cares about his dad. Yeah. Robbie's like, I'm going to show him. This kid doesn't care about anything going on around him. And he's like, not even a teenager yet. Can you imagine what he's going to be like when he becomes a teen? Cause like, you know, we've talked a lot about how, um, Johnny could have put a little bit more effort in with his son. I mean, I guess we see that Daniel is like, come on, you know, let's go spar. Let me show you a few things. You're playing a karate video game. This is perfect. So you can do real karate. But the kid's annoying and he doesn't want to do it. So you're like, all right, fine. I'm just going to replace you with some other kid, much like Johnny does. (laughs) So true. And with this context, it is hilarious to have the two LaRusso parents in the kitchen going like, let's remember what happened last time you tried to teach me karate. And they look over at him and he's like, yeah, we shouldn't do that again. (laughs) I mean, uh, the only thing I hope is when, when we see the flashback to when that happened is that at the very least, if they're gonna, um, if they're gonna, you know, uh, uh, disrespect the dojo like that by you know all of a sudden having sex that hopefully there's a moment where Daniel reaches up and takes the Miyagi picture and puts it down so Miyagi the Miyagi picture doesn't have to watch the desecration of the dojo I just hope there's a tea ceremony man yeah. that's all yeah. I want hell yeah um, yeah so 
I mean, we've gone over like the basic movement. It's like Daniel doesn't have like he's just static in that he just wants a student. Uh, Robbie is being, you know, uh, joshed at his new job, shows up at the end there uh, with a Vixen magazine or whatever. And uh, Daniel's like, hey, do you want to stick around, learn a bit? And Robbie's like, yeah. Now, do you think he's saying yeah to getting good with the boss? Is he saying yeah because he realizes learning karate would make Johnny matter, or is he just saying yeah because he also has daddy issues? I don't know. There's so probably a little bit of all. Of them. Yeah, it probably is a little bit of all of them. But it is funny how like, you know, I guess similar to how Robbie, uh, like we mentioned in the other episode when they're like, oh, I have him Venmo half, and then well, whoever shows up first gets it, and he had to be like, but what? Why are we going to rob people? It's like he, yeah. we end last episode with him doing this vindictive plan, but he almost immediately is kind of like desperate for some sort of belonging that like, I feel like almost immediately just he's doing a good job just because he wants to do a good job and like likes that people are appreciating that. And yeah. I think that just the fact that he stormed out and Daniel came after him and was like, Hey man, I'm like apologized and was kind of nice to him. It, it even leads more credence to your theory about how Johnny did a little bit more. Maybe he didn't have to push too hard. He could have had, you know, r at least Robbie giving him another chance. Uh, so yeah. I think it's just more so he fell in and it's like, Oh great. Uh, like someone that wants to pay attention to me and like respect me and spend time with me. Uh, I think that's the more overarching uh, decision maker rather than I'm going to do this like scary plan. Uh, to yeah. Get back and you're head. so right about uh, the fact that he's doing a good job. But, like they make a point of talking about how he's done a bunch of shit that nobody wanted to do forever. And it's like, that just shows that him dropping out of school has nothing to do like he clearly could do fine in school and get through it and he's just doing that as a way of acting out sort of thing against <laughs> his parents who aren't even paying attention to him and it's sad that he's over here working super hard in a job and it's all about basically like this this is all acting out to get his dad to pay attention to him because his dad paid attention to someone else so he's like i'm gonna go work over here he's gonna be so mad when he finds out but what he's actually saying is he's gonna pay so much attention to me and be so yeah. mad when he finds out like that's what's going on which is very sad it's just the i would like robbie to be a bit more of a piece of shit you know yeah he's not at all really i mean which i suppose johnny and daniel son they are often being pieces of shit so maybe we shouldn't put that on these new characters who are children and who are not responsible for their parents and the way their parents have molded them um but i'm still like you know he's he's just so but like you said he has to he has to be the guy why couldn't he be the guy who's like the the other dudes are like uh you know just sell them to whoever shows up first and then robbie could be like better yet i'll have them both venmo me half then we show, give it to whoever shows up first and then we get like three times the money and yeah. they'd be like damn this kid is sick yo yeah. um because then it would make more sense that he would construct a weird machiavellian plan <laughs> to have like it's it's a daniel larusso last episode move to like i'm gonna get in good with my father's old rival like it doesn't make sense if he doesn't connect those other dots as much as well i would just like for him to be a bit more less of a troubled kid more of a sort of 
kid who actually causes trouble too. But you know, there there we are. Because then it starts to like you have to break through that that tougher art, uh, outer shell to find that uh, you know innocence or goodness in that person. Whereas it's kind of already immediately shown that that he's 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 a good kid. He's in tough circumstances. Which I mean, exactly. is still it. It does have its merits a bit because I think, again, going back to at least the first Karate Kid, like you know Johnny being like, "Not a degenerate no more, man. It's senior year. I'm gonna do good." Like, at least it's it's kind of in line with the kids are usually always good and the adults fuck them up. Uh, but then again, I don't know who fucked up Robbie's friends. Like, wait, so that they're way worse. Uh, so yeah. that's the question. Uh, yeah, it's like, like you said, it's just at the end there, I would kind of like if it wasn't in like the first or second scene with him and Daniel that he's already like totally earnest and like, yeah, I would love to learn karate because I believe that. Yeah. Maybe it's just the actor needs to portray more layers in it or something. Uh, and maybe you could see it both ways. But I totally see it as like, He's he's totally on board already with like yeah true. I just want someone to spend time with me who's an older male sort of figure <laughs> yeah very <laughs> which true. you know and then there's not as much movement when he eventually does learn Miyagi Do stuff and finds balance uh, and instead this thing at the start of like you said the 80s thing where you know you're pretending to be friends uh, it could actually go on for a couple episodes before he starts to appreciate it instead of having that immediately but that's just my two cents no I agree I agree with that. Uh, and mm-hmm. I guess before we fit, cause we're kind of, I already winding down. These go quick. Um, yeah. I do want to give a shout out to Bert. I love Bert. That's the little kid with glasses. That's, <laughs> that's in Cobra Kai. We only see him a little bit in this episode, but I like when they cut, I think they cut to Bert when he's like, uh, when Johnny says like, you know, I was the weird kid once <laughs> he kind of like, yes. nods. <laughs> he nods to Bert like specifically. <laughs> <laughs> well yeah is it he also like i feel like a virgin just looking at you maybe <laughs> yeah, that's someone else i don't know <laughs> uh, yeah and i mean i guess uh, there, there's only a little bit of it here um well i mean i guess it's not a little bit because miguel is the one that kind of i guess talks to uh johnny about it i mean we we've talked about how miguel he kind of is the one that gasses up johnny and he you know really looks up to him is anything cracking here when he's when he's watching when Miguel's watching Johnny like really go hard on these people or does Miguel just get it is Miguel just the guy like in Fight Club when you know they yell at you on the porch to leave and you you know it's a test and you don't leave and then someone goes to leave and you'll be like oh no no real quick it's just a test don't worry about it uh, Plus, literally, like what he says to Dimitri, he's like, yeah. "You just got to give him a chance for like his technique to like get to you, and you'll it'll click or whatever, you know." So I feel like that's he's too busy making moon eyes over dead pigs anyway. So <laughs> uh, I don't think he cares much either way. He's just kind of like three new absences today. Like he, I think he thinks that Johnny is sort of hurting himself a bit by going too hard on them, and that he could like he needs to be, make better business decisions and then train them up over time and go a bit softer on them. But then he never went that soft on him either. But then, yeah. cause he got the one-to-one thing he, you know, could learn faster and so on. So yeah, I, mean, he did uh, I don't almost, think he's too concerned. He did almost drown him. He threw him in a pool. Good <laughs> point. His, yeah. So, yeah. 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 I, mean, I don't know if, I don't know if Dimitri would have been able to handle the kicking uh, lesson. <laughs> no, he would not come up uh, on his own there at all. <laughs> 
but I'm not sure Dimitri can swim. Yeah, I um, mean, we already talked about it basically at the beginning, but it it is just it's almost a cheat the way Hawk comes back, but it's also badass. So it it just does leave me guessing. Like, am I am I supposed? I guess I'm supposed to realize like, no, Johnny was right. What Johnny's doing is right, even though it seems like even he's doubting if he's right kind of at the end yeah yeah i think that i think it is like a a a sort of verification for him too that he is right (laughs) and like all that matters is that you become badass i think it feels a bit like a cheat but it is also worth it because it makes it a reveal like when i first watched this i did not expect him to come in and have a badass mohawk And for him as a character, you're just like, yes, love this for you. Great to see, <laughs> great to see this. Let's have more of this. So you know, I'm 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 all on board uh, overall. Anyways, yeah, for sure. Yeah, I guess that so, that about does it, right? Yeah, that wraps it up. So uh, shows what you know. Show at gmail.com is where you can send any thoughts you have on Cobra Kai or suggestions for other shows that we can cover. We'd also appreciate a review on Apple Podcasts, especially if you have the time. And beyond that, you can also go to showswhatyouknow.com for all of our other shows. For instance, Cut to Black, where we talk about The Sopranos and also about a million other shows. Um, Beyond that, there's just one more thing, Jim. Oh, one more thing. What's that? Strike first. Strike hard. No No mercy. mercy.